turn down the microphone because I feel like if you're listening to this second episode of the Cat Call Me podcast with your host and founder Katrina Baratov, your eardrums would have just bursted because I just went in for it. I just went in for it. Um, Hi, hello, how are we? I've missed you guys. We're back, we're back. Before we begin this episode, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wadiwadi people of the Darwin Nation, um, on this beautiful land, which this podcast is being recorded on here today. Uh, They hold the traditions, the customs and the renewal rituals through their practices of storytelling and dancing um and it always was and always will be traditional aboriginal land thank you so much for joining me here today just like fyi as a side note if i have any aboriginal Torres Strait islander listeners on this podcast can you please like send me a message on the cat call me instagram account or even on my personal and just i i want to be able to state like a very well articulated acknowledgement of country I want to do my best to pay my respects and acknowledge those acknowledge the traditional owners of the land um because I've heard so many variations and I love a lot of non-aboriginal identifying persons state their acknowledgement of country but I've never been able to articulate exactly like, like a beautiful mix of everything they say. Um, <clears throat> I'm going off of like what I can remember as school captain uh, from like primary school and the few assemblies that I had the opportunity to host back in high school. So please send me a DM. I really, 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 really want to work like one-on-one with my community to make sure that this is down like... It's done in the most respectful way possible because I don't want to leave out certain parts and I, that like are of importance to the dreaming. So as much as I do my research and I try to read and be very culturally sensitive and aware um, and take in as much information as re- and resources as I can, I feel like I'm just not absorbing enough um, and I'm not doing the traditional custodians of the land like on any land that I'm on like the justice that they deserve um what was next to my agenda oh next to my agenda I don't have an agenda for today so once again we're not recording this episode with a script um because as you know I've been MIA 
like I posted that first one, that first episode on the 2nd of August. It was supposed to go up on the 1st. We're having mad technical difficulties. Like, bro, you know, I'm you like, okay, no, I lie. I lie. I was going to say I'm usually on it. I'm never on it. Since year 12 started, which was like a solid fat two years ago, I've never been on it. Like your girl has just been like ready for a nap. Um, yeah, but like, I really went into this, and like, if you listen to the first episode, you know, I fully said, I want this to be like a non-negotiable, I want to be strict with it, I really want to kind of set that boundary of, this is something that I'm not, not going to be disciplined with, like I, it's going to be my one constant, and I didn't let it be that constant, because quite frankly, the priority lied in uni, um, and, like, as it should, you know, if you're a student in anything, whether it's TAFE or, like, a secondary or tertiary um, type college-like institution, whether it's uni, whatever it is, whether it's post-grad, like, it's, you're putting money in for a reason, and that's to invest in yourself, um, in your education, to get where you want to go and to be who you want to be, um, but the past two semesters in particular, for those of you who are, like, around me, y'all know, have been very, very difficult with, first, like, the first semester that, like, kind of went to, was, <laughs> was uh, during second lockdown in New South Wales, and last semester, I just had so many other external, like, competing responsibilities um, and expectations, and just other commitments that, like, like, I knew I went into that semester trying to do the most and I knew that it wasn't going to work. I, I still did it. Like, working three days a week, pretty much full-time hours with full-time uni, and during that period, because I was still working those hours on, like, the one free day. So, like, I managed to fit in four, like, tutorials and a lecture and group work all in, like, a, I want to say, nine to ten hour period. And so, like, that, like, it's not like high school where you can do, like, the seven subjects and you just, like, YOLO swagger or something. You know what I mean? Like, you can just fly by, fly through. It doesn't work that way. It was all back to back. And so I'd have my lunch break during a lecture, meaning that I wasn't actually doing my lectures and just, it was a mess. It was a mess. And on those Mondays, because if you think about it, like, you only really get 13 Mondays. On those Mondays, um because I wanted to leave the job that I was in, it was just not serving me anymore. Um, the senior that I was working for was like about to retire. Um, and the work environment didn't align with my values and kind of where I saw myself going. Like it was a step in the right direction and it was a step towards a goal that I had set for myself, but it definitely, it, it wasn't a very stable step, you know? The concrete was crumbling. It was like one ounce of pressure more and I would have been like, down, down. Um, but yeah, and then like, so those Mondays that I had free, because I'd have my class on a Tuesday, those Mondays that I had free, I was like interviewing for other jobs. And as much as I'm grateful that they had like a really profound effect on like, building my confidence and training myself on like how to approach interviews and kind of like 
what every interview were was after. Um, like, I feel more confident going into interviews and stuff now. And that's, like, such a skill to develop. Like, that confidence aspect of moving forward in and getting, like, through to that next step. But that being said... <laughs> We're here. We didn't. We weren't successful with any of those interviews. Now we're living our best life. But, um, besides the point. Like I'm just. I'm yeah. I'm really grateful for those experiences, and I think, yeah, it's just worth it. Like, literally, you can't be. A lot of the advice that I hear, particularly as a junior in my degree, and like so early on in my degree as well, is like pertain to those who are trying to be calculated with their applications and stuff and I'm all for like if you know you're the top dog if you know that like you can sell yourself and you're everything that everyone wants in the realm of like you've got the high distinctions or that distinction average and you've got like volunteer work experience and you're a like you've got you're a scholar or whatever it's called like you've been awarded a scholarship and you know, like, you've got the 99 ATAR, um, 110% be calculated. But I know I am not that, like, I'm not in the, what, what is it, the 2%, the 2%, top 2%, in that percentile, the 98th percentile, I think that's how you do math. I don't know, there's a reason why I don't do math for that reason. But, um, yeah, there's a reason why I'm not in that 98th percentile, and hence, I cannot be calculated with where I apply to. I'm, like, confident going into interviews, but I'm not, like, confident. Like, like I'm, I can't sell myself. It's, it's one thing I really struggle to do. Get me to sell a pair of denim jeans. Get me to sell a person. That was part of my group interview for one of my jobs that I, um, like, when... I still am in retail, but, like, when I was working in, or just getting my foot into, like, clothing retail, I had attended a group interview, and that interview was, like, okay, find a partner, and I need you to have, like, five minutes with them, talk to them, get to know them a little bit, and then you're going to sell that person to us, why we should hire that person. That was, like, the best kind of icebreaker slash interview question that I got because it it makes you pay attention to, like, so many other small details. Like, what makes this person unique and their, like, own person? And then when you, like, apply that to, I don't know, selling jeans, I remember, I, like, okay, why should I buy a pair of new jeans instead of um, a pair of, like, insight ones? Well, other than the fact that, like, the quality of the denim and, like, yeah, it's going to break your budget a little bit more. But look at this cute detail on, what, what is it called? On the belt loop. Yeah, they've got their own ring, new. Everyone knows you're wearing new. And it alters between, like, each denim shade. Like, you just, like, those skills are so integral when it comes to selling anything and idea yourself to like in an interview um selling your capabilities and your skills selling products not just like <laughs> in retail but like just in general like 
trying to convince and articulate and persuade like the art of selling that like psychological aspect and that's like what I was really hoping to achieve with my psych degree but Yagil um is actually not really liking her psych degree and now she doesn't know what to do like I wish my uni didn't scrap Russian because I would have so done Russian it's such a sexy language bro like the only word I can remember in Russian because it's so close to Macedonian is mleko because we say mleko but they've got that nyet like that nyet sound I'd love I love my friends but I also need to mute their chat right now okay perf um yeah, that's the only one I know, and I just feel like listening to it, it's, oh, like, it, it's not harsh, it's sharp. Like, Maso is such a harsh language. People think it, like, sounds very, like, it is a beautiful language, but it sounds beautiful. No, to me, a beautiful language is, like, Serbian, Arabic, you know? Um, I don't know what other language I've heard off the top of my head that, like, I'm just like, wow, it's such a pretty language. Like, Maso is harsh. French is harsh. I'd even argue that, like, Spanish is harsh to, like, a certain extent. But Russian is just sharp. It's pointy, you know? You just want to, like, like, it's, wow. What a language. It's stunning, Masha. Like, it's so beautiful. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I wish they didn't scrap Russian because I, so I'm currently studying a Bachelor of Arts majoring in psychology because my university offers three types of psych degrees. You can do a Bachelor of Psychological Science that's got way too much chemistry and stuff in it. I don't want it. Okay. I, I got like one unit in chemistry back in year 10 and that was like all the school was getting from me. Like I, I cannot. The second one is a Bachelor of Psychology and a Bachelor, there's another one of Bachelor of arts majoring in psychology so the prereqs for psychological science obviously had like a few scientific prereqs that I could not fulfill because you girl did no science and no math in HSC I did like math advance for like I want to say five weeks before my extension to application got approved for English and I was like say a lot of calculator as my baba says um yeah I just I couldn't couldn't do that and then they don't offer a Bachelor of Psychology with a Bachelor of Laws at my uni. You can only only do Psychological Science or psych, Arts Majoring in Psych. So I went with Arts Majoring in Psych. And my mentality was, if I do that and say, like, I don't like my psych degree, then I can go back to just a base arts degree, change my major. Um... Now I'm like, I don't know what major I want. Like, I really want to stick through psychology. I feel like it's so beneficial. And, like, worst case scenario, law doesn't work out for me. I'll end up going into psychology and, like, I don't know. I don't know. Be a psychiatrist or something. That's, like, a lot of math. I'm pretty sure I have to do postgrad medicine. We're not doing that, actually. No, scrap that cat. But, I don't know. I just, I'd like to... I'd like to pursue one or the other, more so law. But that was the idea. Like, I knew that either degree, there was a definite, like, 
pathway to get into the career that I get into a career you know like I didn't have to fumble around like I don't know I don't know how else to word it just like yeah not saying that people have to fumble around now that I think about it like you don't have to fumble around but I feel like for me with how indecisive I am like in my nature I know that I would literally like I don't know let's say I did like a arts degree majoring in like lit English lit or something like that yeah Knowing me, I'd probably end up working for, like, a mining company. Like, with my English Lit degree. Like, that's how... What's the word? I'm going to use the word obsolete as per the first definition. Even though I don't think it's used, being used correctly. Yeah, we're just going to stick with that. Um, <coughs> lol. So, yeah, yeah. Even medicine, like, even if I was good at science or something, I wouldn't know what I'd want to go into. Like, I'm, I'd know that I wouldn't want to do general practice because respectfully, I, I just couldn't. I'd probably go into something more, like, women-based and focused. Like, I don't know. My best friend... Um, she's leaning towards more like gynecology or pediatrics for that reason, like to help women. Um, because like medicine is quite patriarchal. I'm not going to go into it too much, this app, but it can take up to like 30 years for the med school curriculum to be updated with the newfound science to back it up. I don't think that'll be of benefit to us. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to start studying and practicing and then it's, like, 15 years down the track, like, ah, we've been doing it wrong. Or, like, hey, there's, like, this new method out to, I don't know, fix something, to fix a broken bone. But we can't use it because it's not mandated and it's not, like, regulated or authorised and, you know, like, it hasn't gone through all the tests and the processes and stuff. By the time that's like done, we move on to a whole nother thing that can, I don't know how to word it. You can tell I'm getting really tired really quickly, bro. Anyway, besides the point, how are we? How are you? I was actually thinking something that like I wouldn't mind kind of introducing is something that my old therapist did with me. It was called SUDS. I can't remember... Like, S-U-D-S, suds, meaning. I can't remember what. I'm, like, literally Googling. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Subjective units of distress scale. So, it was, like, you had a colour from red to green. And then you had a number from, like, 0 to 10. Yeah. And, like, 10 was, like, oh, my gosh, I'm mid-menti B. You know, I'm, like, never going to be able to get out of this. Um, my life is ending and falling apart around me. I need help. And Green is like, Ouija, be calm, be good. We're vibing, you know? So good. And obviously, like, it's a spectrum. So, like, you'd fall anywhere in between that. I'd walk in to that session. Hi, how are you? Good. Sub-level. 
I'd be like, we're three orange today. We're eight red. We're 1.3 green. Like, it was a great way to check in. And so, like, myself and my new therapist are now doing that as well. And we are, like, I just find, I feel like it articulates and sets the tone for the session. And I think another great thing about it is, like, for me, I'm such a visual person. So, like, I can, if if you tell me your suds are, like, at a, at a four orange, I automatically know, like, okay, or, like, I can empathise and I will adjust myself accordingly to help make your current situation or current emotions, current feelings a bit easier. Not add to that stress for you. We don't want you going into the red zone where it becomes, like, so unmanageable or, like, you're in that kind of state of... That... mm, I don't know how to articulate it. Not hysteria, but just, like... ah, Literally. Literally. Per, I guess. Um, So, I... Let me know... If that's something you guys wouldn't mind me kind of locate introducing. Because I think it'll be like a great indication on how or when or if we'll get another episode out in the meantime. Like if you know that episode two, Cat Suds were sitting at like a, I don't know, like a, a two green you know that this, like, there will be a higher chance of another episode coming out, hopefully, in at least the next fortnight. When I said I wanted this to be, like, 12 to 13 week episodes, I was really hoping it would be, like, on a weekly basis. But with my schedule, probably not. And thank you, everyone, for respecting that. To my beautiful, beautiful listeners for respecting that. I appreciate it a lot. Um, but, yeah. It, I had hoped that it would be, like, very constant, but YOLO swag, what can you do? What can we do? For those of you who aren't watching on the YouTubes, I am wearing my Liverpool Football Club jumper. I don't know anything about the ladder or, like, um, where Liverpool's sitting, any of the leagues or anything, okay? I just know that when I came out of the womb... Instead of saying football, I said violin, piano, netball, rugby. Art, music, dance, anything and everything but soccer. Um, that, that broke my devil's heart, you know. He tried his best. He tried his best. I understand a little bit. I go to soccer games with him, you know. Like, we watch, I understand, like, what offside means, I think. It's like, I, I, I get it. I know. If I watch a game, I'll be like, hurrah, hurrah, like, yeah, they've won, or something like that. But don't expect me to be able to tell you why I like Liverpool. It's more just like a generational thing, you know? Like, you're expected to like Liverpool because your dedo and your vuiche and the rest of your family like Liverpool. You don't get a choice. It's an identity. It's like, it's like being Macedonian, you know? You don't, I, I can't just say that I'm like, I'm ethnically Egyptian because I'm not. Maybe I am. I don't know. I actually kind of want to do like a 
23andMe test, but I also know that I'm too lazy to read the terms and conditions agreement despite having done contract law. I wasn't a very... I wasn't a high-performing student in contract law, but I know the basics, yeah? Yeah, and I know me ticking that box and clicking submit is an e-signature of some sorts. And they assume that I have read the terms and conditions. And they also assume that by me agreeing to those terms and conditions, I'm also agreeing to the contents of those terms and conditions in which they stipulate that we can use and preserve your DNA for other things down the line. And quite frankly, as much as I'm all for cloning, like I said to Dede, for example, my mum's father, I was like, I'm literally, he goes, like they're planning their funeral already as if like death is around the corner. And I'm like, no, Dede, you're living forever. You have to. I can't live without you. You have to. You're living forever. You don't get a choice. He goes, no, I'm not. All right. And I'm like, mate, you're not going in a coffin and in the ground. Right. I'm literally going to freeze you preserve you and then I'm gonna clone you when they figure out how to clone people successfully so my kids kids and kids and my kids can experience what a bloody blessing you are and what a beautiful human you are because everyone needs a better in their life period my better is like the top-notch man I've said to Baba a hundred times I'm like if I ever get married to a man I am not like he has to be like that I will not even consider a man's proposal unless he is like Dede. He is so beautiful. Such a beautiful man. Like the way he loves his family and does like anything for his family and the way he treats Baba even now he's like he's not even that old. He's like 74 but or 75. Math. 75. Like the way I'm like they've been together like 50 odd years like 53 I think. I think. Like, Dede, how do you love someone that much? Like, one, how do you love them that much? And then how do you, like, keep loving them for that long and that much? He goes, I don't know. You just do. And then, or he'll be like, I don't know. Ask your grandmother. And I'm like, Baba, why? And she goes, we've, like, he's my best friend. I, like, got engaged to him and pretty much married him at, like, the age of 19. So, like, literally my age. (laughs) She goes... In a few months' time, I was literally pregnant with your mother at, like, your age. Like, it's... She goes, I've... He's all I've known. I, I've spent more time and I've lived a longer life with him than I have my own mother. Like, you make it work. You have to make it work. And I'm, like... The loyalty this couple holds. Like, they literally have lived and embodied the vows like in sickness and health and like for better for worse and like I just it's gonna be a whole nother Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip thing like of like Prince Philip passed away I don't know I don't think it was last year I think it was earlier this year and like look she she like she went with him like they're just wow. Wow. They are so cute. I love my grandparents. They are so bloody cute. Oh, my heart. My heart. I spent the afternoon with them. They are so cute. You don't understand. I'm just like, whenever I come over, I'm like, would you guys like a Turkish coffee? And then it gets excited. Yes. And like, I'm kind of glad that like, I'm at this older 
age now where like I can just sit down with them and like have a poodle school like it's kind of my inner child is literally screaming because I remember like being younger and going to like all the family events like pretty much every single weekend and stuff like that like whether it was a birthday or like a Kurushtifka or something like that or even just like going over for coffee you know seeing our family friends in Sydney for example it was like I just the smell of like that black that short black coffee or that like Tursko cafe like it's like oh it just it melts my heart and like to think baby cat is now adult cat and adult cat is getting to drink coffee with the adults like I probably had my first sip of like coffee like Tursko cafe when I was like I don't know probably I want to say 12 I probably started drinking coffee at around like 13, 12-ish. <laughs> Big mistake. Doesn't matter. Um, but like I probably like couldn't, I don't know, I didn't start actually drinking black coffee like at events and stuff until like later. Now it's like really all I want to drink and I don't like necessarily drink it for, like what a red glass of wine is for someone on a Friday night, that's my Tursko cafe. My Tserno cafe, you know what I mean? Like... It's just, it does something to you. Summer and winter. Like, you can't not have a Tursko cafe when you go over to, like, a guest place. And I'm so excited to, like, I'm, like, really hopeful for the future that if and when, like, God willing, I have my own place and, like, I get to furnish it how I want to or, like, you know what I mean? Just, I'm looking forward most to those moments where, like, I have someone over, whether it's a friend, whether it's a guest, whether it's my grandparents, my mother, um, my brother, like, whoever it is, I just get to, like, whip out my little gizve, and I'm just like, like at the cafe, like, do you guys want coffee? Because I can make you coffee on my stove, and it's like, I'm so excited for that part of adulthood. Seriously, everything and anything else terrifies me. I just want to look forward and get excited about drinking black coffee, sitting around, making a f- doing the typical the making thing. And like maybe that is so I don't know, like what's the word? It's not even conservative, but like we're all for I don't know, I just I really look forward to like those small things, like those traditional cultural not even cultural things like it's just I don't know I don't know as much as I've always wanted to be a working woman I've always also wanted to just like in those instances when there's guests like I find so much beauty in like decorating and making the mezzo boards or like what whatever they call the charcuterie 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 I think boards <laughs> I don't know um like just making them into flowers making them pretty and just getting all the drinks out and being so like I love being hospitable. I need a blank check, but I love being hospitable to, like, anyone and everyone. I just, I don't know. There's something, like, so giving in that. I, I, it reminds me of, like, kind of the role of my ancestors and, like, what they've played. And literally, oh, actually, this will probably be my, like, last topic for today because I also note how long this takes to edit Bro, editing took me like a week and a half last time. Oh my lord. Like, I didn't realise it was going to take that long because I remember like being able to do like (laughs) assignments in high school and how quickly, it wasn't quick, it was a solid few hours, but just like I used to be able to smash through the um, assignments that were like all iMovie because 
I remember I used to like look up kind of how to edit a YouTube video back in like the early 2010s how like you had Bethany Rhoda and Megan DeAngelis and My Life is Ava and stuff like that and like you would be able to Google these um, green screen like so they're literally keynote presentations but it's like green screen so you download the zip file that they've created and I was like for free and we're like us high school students literally milking anything and everything we can um and so like we just downloaded these zip files did they have viruses probably couldn't tell you we're safe now like we've updated our technology and stuff like that but um yeah and like you just get on keynote and like you'd edit like Katrina's Taz assignment and then you'd like screen record it and then like you'd put it into iMovie and then like you'd change it all up and like you'd make it fun and fresh Oh, the dream, the dream. Anyway, anything to go back to those days. Wow, I thought life was hectic and stressful during that period of time. Maybe, I think I'm having, like, the awakening. And, like, my mentality is shifting to, like, my mother's mentality and every single other mother's mentality of, like, it'll pass, it'll get better, don't worry, dear. I was, you know what it is? I was your age, too. That statement is coming across my head right now. Oh my gosh. Actually, you know what's stressing me? I can't remember what I was going to talk about before. Oh, English Extension 2. Quickly, I found my English Extension 2 major work. Literally my favourite piece of writing I've ever made. And I don't think I'll ever be able to make something that means so much to me ever in my whole lifetime. Like, wow. But um, back to... What was I saying? I've already forgotten... That's right. So at work, you ask for people's emails, like in the retail stores. Like, hi, what was your email? Type in their email. And then they'll be like, I don't know, Jane Citizen 08. I'm like, it's 08 the year you were born. They go, yeah, why? And I'm like, how old does that make you? And they'll be like, I don't know. I can't do the math. Say it's like, they're like 13, 14. I'm like, aren't you like six? Am I that old? Like, for example, you see, like, all those cute babies and stuff, like, on Instagram, and, like, they look edible. So cute. So cute. And then you realise that, like, some of them are born this year. Like, their birthday could be 7th of February, 2022. I think, like, I forget that people exist after the year of, like, 2004. Even 2006 stresses me out. I'm like, you're you're four years younger than me? You're, you're telling me you're not nine? You're actually 16? You're having a sweet 16? My cousin invited me to her 18th birthday. I, go, I swear you're still 11. She goes, Kat, you're literally two, two years my senior. Anyway, mind blown. But I'm reaching, it'll probably be like close to 30 minutes for you guys listening um, or watching. I'm reaching 37 minutes here and I just know if I let it hit past 40, I will be, my suds, my suds, new vocabulary, my suds will literally be at like a six red. We're not letting that happen. Anyway, love you long time.
I need to like do that typical podcaster thing of like, please feel free to leave a rating and like and share. I don't care if you like, like, I'm sorry, let me say that again. I don't care if you like or share. I would appreciate it. I owe you a very, very big smooch if you do. But this podcast, as selfish as it sounds, is for me. It's for me. And I think what I would highly encourage you to do is find something that is for you. Check in with yourself every morning. What are my sub levels at? What am I going to do today that is for me? And for me, today, that is recording this podcast because I feel very guilty for not having recorded anything. All right, ciao, love you, bye. I can't do this thing called life without you here with me Cause I'm dangerous to your love with you I never leave, just keep